Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Well, we are here today um, and it is Saturday, December 4th, 2021. And today we are going to be discussing jealousy and envy. Now, why are we going to be discussing jealousy and envy? Because jealousy and envy does exist. Jealousy is a spirit. It is considered one of the devils, one of the rulers and wickedness in high places. And as a matter of fact, in the book of mysteries, which there are specific books, I'm just going to call it the book of mysteries right now. But in the book of mysteries, it says that the... Uh, envy, which is a spirit, is the eye of envy. It's the eye of envy. Now, uh, I'm going to define jealousy and envy. Um, the definition of jealousy and envy um, is feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. And it's feelings or showing suspicion of someone's unfaithfulness in a relationship. What does jealousy do to a person? Jealousy can cause people to think, oh, uh, can you put your um, thing on mute, please? Okay. Jealousy can cause people to think negative things that are untrue about themselves and the relationships they are in. A person who is feeling jealous of you may take the things you say and or do personally, even when your statements or actions are not directed towards them. Another definition, uh, well, that the definition of jealousy I just said, now I'm gonna say the definition of um, envy, a feeling of discontentment or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Another definition is desire to have a quality possession or other desirable attribute belonging to someone else. Now that's envy. What is envy? Envy is an emotion which occurs when a person lacks another's superior quality, achievement, or possession and either desires it or wishes that the other person lacked it. So they don't want that other person to have it. Now, I'm talking about jealousy and envy, and I just said, because everybody has a piece of jealousy or envy in somebody. And sometimes it's major and it impacts the other person. Jealousy, like I said, is a spirit. It's not just a, a, a personality trait or a feeling. It is a spirit because we are all spiritual beings. Other spirits can inhabit you. These are in books that I'm saying. These are in scriptures. They can inhabit you, AKA possession. It's not possession like TV or the movies. They could come into you and have you make you have a feeling or whatever if you're allowing it into your spirit and you do allow things by the things that you say, and we're going to talk about that next week, and the things that you do. 
So they remember their spirits that walk this earth and they just waiting for you to say stuff and do stuff so they inhabit you. That's that's what that's how it works. Okay. Even Yah is jealous. Even Yah is jealous. And he says that he's jealous because he made a particular people for himself and they went a whoring. Remember, I told you, Israel's a whore. And we'll talk about that in a minute. All right. Are jealousy and envy sinful acts? Yes. Commandment number 10, do not covet. Okay, that's being jealous of somebody else's stuff. Your neighbor's house, your neighbor's wife, the male servant or his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Don't be jealous of what they have. Y'all talks about jealousy throughout the scriptures. Stop worrying about what this person has, that person has, especially the sinners. The sinners are going to have more than um, Yasharel simply because the earth is the enemies. Who is the devil? The prince of the air. The devil has children and Yah has children. Now we already spoke about this and we will continue to talk about that because in Genesis 3, 14 through 16, Yah is reprimanding Eve and the devil. And he's talking about your children, the devil, and Eve's children is going to have enmity. They're going to be fighting. They're going to be at war. And that's how it is. So when um, Adam gave his power away, all these things came into, um, all these things came into the world. And the eye of jealousy is one. Now, uh, we say, oh, the green eyes of jealousy, but we partly right, not 100%, because it's not green eyes of jealousy, it's the eye of jealousy. Now, we don't know what color it is. We just know that it's an eye of jealousy. And that's in the scriptures. Literally, there is an eye of jealousy. And that is a spirit. Okay. Jealousy is an ancient devil. Now, remember, there's no such thing as demons. You know, we use it in this language, but you know, it, it's not scriptural. So jealousy is an ancient devil, just like the devil, alcohol and sexual um, morality, just like the devils, the devils of alcohol and the devil of sexual morality, three different things. That's saying the um, that's saying the green eyes of jealousy, they are basically talking about the spirit of jealousy. The eyes are the gateway to the soul, which is Proverbs 30 and 17, which the soul could go either way. Remember, there is enmity between the spirit from Yah and the flesh, which is ruled by the devil. And that's in Romans 8 and 7 and Galatians 5 and 17. Like I said, it is a Jealous eye, that's what it's called. Okay. Jealousy and envies in the scriptures. I'm not going to put it in any particular order. I'm just going to tell you how much jealousy and envy was in these scriptures. And this is not, this is just a small uh, piece of um, all the instances of jealousy and envy. Is I couldn't write them all down on this uh, easel here. But uh, the devil in Adam and Eve, there was jealousy. Cain and Abel, 
there was jealousy. Ishmael and Isaac, there was jealousy. Sarah and Hagar, Hagar is Ishmael's mother, there was jealousy. Jacob and Esau, there was jealousy. Reuben and Bilhah, which is Adam's, I mean, excuse me, Abraham's concubine, there was jealousy. Reuben was actually jealous of, well, he wasn't jealous of Abraham. It was a little, um, it's a gray area simply because um, Reuben was angry at Abraham for uh, going with other women, even though um, Reuben's mother and um, Reuben's mother and the other sister wife was actually sisters. And then he had the sister wives concubines. So there was four women that Abraham initially had children by. So Reuben was the first son. So he was angry that um, Abraham continued to have um, children with, I'm sorry, Jacob, not Abraham. Jacob, uh, he was having, Jacob had two concubines and two wives. And we discussed this and we also listened to it in the, um, in, um, well, you didn't listen to it in Je Genesis in the Bible, but you listened to it in the book of Jasa that, um, <laughs> excuse me, that Jacob had two wives and two concubines. Reuben was the oldest of Jacob's kids and Jacob did not want, um, J, uh, excuse me, Reuben, I'm bugging out. Reuben did not want Jacob to have any other wives but his, his mother. So he went and he slept with uh, Bilhah. So there was a jealousy there, envy there, okay? Joseph and Asenath. Joseph is one of the brothers of Jacob's 12, okay? He was number 11. And they sold him into, um, right, wait, there's a jealousy. And they sold him into bondage in Egypt, okay? And actually five of the 11 brothers sold him and they hated him, five of them. The other ones was in on it too, except for the youngest brother, which he was a baby and he wasn't there. They sold him into um, slavery in Egypt, but then when he got there, y'all gave him favor among favor among favor. Wherever he want, wherever he went, he had favor. And then he ultimately married Asneth, and the brothers was jealous of that. And four of them was trying to kill Joseph and Asneth. And that is in the book of Jasa. That's not in what they call the Bible. So I'm just talking about the jealousy here. Give you a little bit of information. Saul and David. Saul, y'all sent a spirit down there for Saul because Saul was insubordinate. He didn't listen to nothing. He was good in the beginning, but then he started acting like a dead going fool. And then y'all sent David in there and Saul was jealous of David. And I'm telling you, Saul was doing everything to kill David, but David would not. And David had many times to kill Saul, but David would not do it because um, David understood that Saul was blessed by Yah. So ultimately Saul got killed, but it wasn't from David's hand. Okay, that's jealousy. Israel and the prophets. <sighs> I, I, I had too much to say about that. 
But I will just say this. Israel, Yasharel, they killed their prophets. What do the prophets do? In biblical days, Israel couldn't move without the prophets because Yah spoke directly to the prophets. But then there was a time, remember, we wanted kings back there too. Oh, we didn't, we don't want to hear from Yah. We want a king like everybody else, like all the rest of the wretched nations. We want that. So Yah gave him a king, and then the king started being wretched. And then he said, Yah sent the prophets. And when the prophets was telling the kings what Yah was saying, and the kings didn't like what Yah said, what did they do? They killed the prophets. So they killed damn near all of them. I'm not going to say they killed them all, but they killed damn near all of them, including our rock, our savior, Yahusha. Okay? That's what they did. Yahusha versus the Pharisees and the Sadducees. I'm going to go back. Israel killing the prophets. Okay? Because Yahusha was all that. The priest, the prophet, the firstborn, he was all of that. The king, He's all that, the rock, he is all of that. And, and Yasharel sacrificed him, okay? Um, Yah said he is a jealous Yah, I already said that, and I'm gonna read some things, I didn't write it down, I'm gonna read some things that Yah says in regards to why he's jealous of Israel because of the nonsense they keep doing. It's not because, oh, uh, you got this and I don't like that, no. If, I'll get to that. Egypt and all other nations who are secretly envying Israel. Uh-huh. And to this day, they envy Israel. This is why Yah scattered them, number one, and is hiding them. See, the average person, if you ask them and they're religious and they're Christian, that you ask them, is there real, um, is there children of Israel? Guess what they say to you? We all spiritual children of Israel, but they have no idea there's actually children of Israel that walk the earth. There's actually children of Israel that walk the earth. And the average religious person says that we all spiritual Israel, but that's not true because the devil, and I'm going to go to Revelation for five seconds. The devil is fooling the whole world except for the very elect. The children don't know they the children. When the children find out they the children, hopefully they'll turn this around. But we already know what the scriptures say. The scriptures say, Yah said he's only gonna bring a remnant because the children's not listening. A lot, of, um, a lot of people that are in the children of um, Israel are not gonna believe they the children of Israel, number one. They're not going to receive that they're the children of Israel, number two. And number three, they're going to reject it. There's some people that's not going to receive it, and they just ain't going to know. That's the difference from rejecting it. Because some people are going to understand that they are, and they're going to reject it because they're going to go into religion, and they're going to go into tradition. And that's what's holding them back. And that's what Yeshua said too. You ain't, you're not able to uh, receive. This is what he said to the uh, Pharisees and the Sadducees. You're not going to be able to receive what I'm saying because you're traditional. And that's what's blocking you. These are spirits that step in and they, you know, you have to move the spirit yourself because you are a tripart being just like Yeshua. 
And yeah, you have to move it yourself, but first you have to understand that it's there. And if you don't have the way with thought to understand that it's there, then it ain't going nowhere. And that's the same thing with being able to receive the Ruach. You have to understand that the Ruach is there. You have to want to seek for the Ruach before the Ruach can even show his face to you. And I'm not talking about physically showing a face to you. I'm talking about um, dealing with your spirit. If you, there's no way in the world you're going to be able to if you don't act first. And that's physically. But spiritually, Yah has to come to you first. In the scriptures, it says, Yah loved me first. That's how I could love him. Because if he didn't call you, we already said, then you can't answer the phone call. Okay? So that's how it goes. What does the scripture say about jealousy and envy? Now I'm going to read some scriptures about jealousy and envy. First, I'll read what it says, what Yah says about it, about Israel. Deuteronomy 32 and 21. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not Yah. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities and I will move them to jealousy. And I want you to put a pen in that because I'm going to explain what that means. With those who not, excuse me, with those who are not a people, I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. Now, why is the Gentiles going? Why is the Gentiles going to be saved? Why? Okay. Deuteronomy 32 and 21 is in the Old Testament. So there's thousands of years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. This is said in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, what does Yahshua do? Go to the Gentiles. What did he say? He's the light of the Gentiles. That's what he said. Now, we're supposed to be the brethren of Yahshua, and we're supposed to be the light too. That's in the New Testament too. But Yahshua is the light of the Gentiles simply because Israel did not listen. I'm going to read it again. They have moved me to jealousy. Talk about Israel. With that which is not Yah. Israel went a whoring. That's what y'all said. You're a whore. And for you being a whore, I'm going to treat you like one. I'm, I'm going to treat you bad. And that's what he did and continues to do into the consummation of time. And when we start uh, getting into that Bible, I am going to specifically read what y'all says about what he's going to do to them. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. Uh-huh. Vanities is what you want for yourself. Oh, I'm vain. I need this. I need that. Oh, I'm going over here. This is the best thing for me. Oh, yes. And I will move them to jealousy with those that are not a people. That's what he's saying. He's going to the Gentiles. They're not my people, but I'm going to them and I'm going to make you jealous. It's in the New Testament, too. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of, that, lot of uh, scriptures that um, Israel and the Gentiles is going in. 
because the Gentiles are saying, we the people. I'm sorry. The um, Israel is saying, we the people. And the Gentiles are saying, well, we the people because we believe more than y'all. And they go back and forth. Literally, they go back and forth. And I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. Now, y'all already said they a foolish nation. And he's going to them. Because Israel ain't acting right. I'm going to spank Israel. I'm going to weed out the rebels. And I'm going to a foolish nation just to make them jealous. Now, you trying to make me jealous? Oh, I'm going to make you jealous. And y'all always gets the last word and the last laugh. Uh-huh. He says he's going to laugh at people. Mm-hmm. He's going to laugh from the scorn, honey. So y'all say he's going to get Israel jealous and he's going to laugh us all the scorn. And he is. And when he Yeshua was going to the Gentiles, because the Gentiles, they, I, they showed so much faith more than Israel, which is sad. It's terrible that the people who had Yah first, the set of uh, set apart people, the people who had Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Daniel, the prophet. I mean, how much can you give? Y'all said I gave that. I gave you the Lord. You the apple of my eye. He's saying we everything to him, and we turn around and give him our butt to kiss. And that's why y'all said, "Oh, I'm gonna weed out the rebels." And that's why somebody could walk down the street on Fifth Avenue and shoot Israel, namely Yahuda, and nobody will do nothing. And that's the truth. That's the truth. That's happening now. It's been happening back then. All the things that's happening to Israel now been happening back then. That's why it talks about go to jails and minister to them and do all that. Who's in the jails? Who? Who's getting sacrificed? Who's getting shot? Who who been stabbed? Who been made to eat pork? Who been doing all of that? Israel. And they still ain't learned their lesson, which is a sad situation. Now I'll read something from the New um, Testament. And this is um, 2 Corinthians 11 and 2. For I am a for I am jealous over you with a yardly jealousy, for I have exposed you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to the Hamashiach. Let me tell you what that means. Yah is saying, I made you for me. I'm the husbandman. You supposed to be my bride. How on earth is the bride going to have sex with somebody else? It's too much. People have no idea what they're doing every day. You supposed to be for Yah. You ain't supposed to be for nobody else. These foolish nations, the devil and everybody else is working against you and people have no idea. This is why I'm going right back to Revelation. It says in Revelation that the devil's going to fool the whole world. And we're going to have a study um, about that before I get into these scriptures. I think we're going to have three more studies before I get into these scriptures because we need to. It's too much stuff happening. But the devil is fooling the whole world. And that's a part of how the devil is fooling the world. Yahshua, I mean, excuse me, um, Yahudim that's scattered and Israel is being fooled. They being led down the wrong trail and they like it. They like being read, but led by the wrong trip. 
led down the wrong path because they're getting something out of it, something vain, just like y'all said. Oh, this is for me. I'm going to get it, honey. I'm going to get a big house like everybody else. I'm going to have a white picket fence like everybody else. I'm going to do this like everybody else. Why we can't do what they do? Every time they do something, it's all right. But every time we do something, it's not all right. Why can't we do what they do? We always want to be like the heathens. This is why we um, Israel's in the position that they're in. You cannot sit there and be sorry and then be shallow and go, okay, we need to pick it. We need to fight. We need to ask them to stop killing us. We need to do this. We need to do that. You are asking your enemies who have a perpetual hatred for you to stop killing you. Does that even make sense? Just why you need to read the scriptures because you need to know the truth. People are walking blindly and they getting killed for it really spiritually killed and physically killed because they don't know who they are. Y'all said my children are sottish. They're stupid. Oh, they don't know how to do the right thing, but they sure know how to do the wrong thing. Oh, they love it. This is why I'm going to weed out the rebels. And I'm jealous of them because they keep putting everything before me when I gave them everything. Everything. Y'all said, and you asked me anything, anything that's going to glorify me and I will give it to you. And what are we doing? We keep kissing the boots of the heathens. That's what we keep doing. Now, a lot of these um, scriptures are Old Testament because that's what really gives you the um, good amount of how much Jealousy and stuff is swirling around, jealousy and envy. James 3, 14, and six, 14 through 16 says, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false of the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic for where jealousy and selfish ambition exists there will be disorder and vile and every vile practice that's what james is saying who's james james the just we're going to talk about um the apostles we're going to talk about the prophets we're going to do all that so james is james the just james was yeshua's brother james the just First Corinthians 10 and 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Yah is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now, what does that mean? It means that y'all's not gonna give us anything that we can't handle. You know how some people say, oh, oh my gosh, this is too much, it's this, especially Israel. Oh, it's too much, I can't, it's too much. That's not true. It's somebody who doesn't know any better that would say that. This is why you have to search for your strength in the scriptures. 
because Yah is your strength when you are weak. And that's a, that's a scripture I just quoted, but it's, you know, it's not exactly what it, what it says in the scriptures, but it's a loosely quote. Yah's not going to give you more than you can handle. And it's always going to be a resource. It's always going to be a door. It's always going to be another way. It's always going to be um, a choice. It's going to always be. But people within themselves believe that there is no choice because they haven't searched for a choice or they, they're closed-minded. Oh, I'm not going to go to this other person. Oh, no, I got pride. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell my business to somebody else. I'm not going to go to nobody else because either you're afraid that somebody's going to judge you or you just selfish and that's going to be to your own demise. Y'all's not going to give us more than we can handle. Okay. And there's no temptation that could take over you. You can't blame it on nothing because y'all gave you the way with Thor when he made you to escape whatever it is. And this is in Corinthians. It's not even in, a, um, it's in what Paul said. He's the, um, he's the apostle to the Gentiles. So he's telling everybody. It's not like it's in James that's only for um, Yahudim or Israel. It's for everybody. Galatians 5, 19-21. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of Yah. What did it say? Those people who do those things are not going to inherit the kingdom of Yah. Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, wrote a letter to the Galatians and told them that. Now, we're going to get deep into um, who wrote what in the Bible, because there's many apostles that wrote many things, but I already told you who put the Bible together. So we're going to concentrate on the Bible, and then I'm going to give you more information to go to other sources. But Paul, who is of the Gentiles, is the apostle uh, to the, um, to the um, Gentiles, which when Yeshua sent all the apostles out, this is the time when um, Israel was scattered all over. They were scattered. But Yehuda was scattered to the four corners of the earth. So when Yah sent, Yeshua sent the apostles out, he made sure, and we're running out of time. Remember, we got to um, go to the next one. Um, he made sure that all the bases was covered. Now, when Yahshua did some, he didn't do it half behind. He did it 100%. So all the um, apostles went to every, everybody. Everybody. And everybody had an assignment. Everybody had an assignment. The only one who was... Um, focused on going to the uh uh to the gentiles was paul even though everybody said stuff 
everybody uh, with the exception of Paul was really concentrating on Israel because Israel was scattered. Okay, at that time, they went into the last, um, the last world rulers, which was Rome, really decimated everything. And this is a prophecy that was in the Old Testament since um, Israel didn't listen. Remember, Israel went into captivity many times. It wasn't just Egypt. Egypt was a bad time, but the worst, worst captives was the last captives, which was the Rome. They was the last ones. They was the worst. And y'all says it in the Old Testament. He said, you're going to go to a nation you don't know. It's going to be the worst. It's going to be the corruptest. It's going to be all kinds of stuff. They're going to sell your children. They're going to kill them. They ain't going to have no regard for the old, the young, none of that. This is a prophecy that came true. So we know that these prophecies are going to come true. Some of them are still out. Some of them are unfurling right now, unfurling, excuse me, right now. And some of them have yet to come. But you'll be able to connect the dots once you understand what's going on in the scriptures and who you are. This is why going back to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, people think they don't have no hope. They think they don't have no way. They think they don't have no choice, but they do. You have a choice. Even not making a choice is a choice. I make a choice not to make a choice. And things happen. There's always circumstances and consequences that come after every choice you make whether you're making a choice or not you think okay okay so all of these fleshly things like sexual immorality which we spoke about last week impurity sensuality idolatry we talked about that sorcery witchery all of that stuff they call it they call it all different kinds of things um now you know words jealousy strife you know anger just all all kinds of stuff um being divided um yasharel and yasharel is divided and yah talks about that too he talks about that this is this all of these fleshly things on this earth because remember the devil is the prince of this air Remember, there's enmity between the spirit that is yours and the flesh that gets ruled by the devil. This is why you can be um, uh, possessed, uh -huh. okay? Because the mind and the flesh, the mind and the flesh can be possessed. But the spirit is trying to help it by talking to it um, and, and, and wooing it and, and trying to be good to it. And it is the soul's position to go right or left. And if you go right, then you're going to have the, um, the kingdom of Yah. And if you go left, this is what you get. And it's, it gets worse because Yah is going to eradicate you in the end. So we need to understand who we are, not, not only as a tripart being on earth, but what surrounds you and how to get the kingdom, how to inherit the kingdom and not hell, number one, and number two, total eradication, which you will cease to be because the only one that could kill a soul is the one who made the soul. Okay? That's why y'all said, don't worry about the one who could kill the body. Worry about the one who could kill the flesh and the soul um, with hellfire. Yeah, and nobody could do that, but yeah, that's what we need to understand. 
all these horrible earthly things like jealousy and envy and all that stuff will not inherit the kingdom of Yah. It just won't. Nothing you could do is going to make it. And you can't turn around and, oh, I'm going to do this one minute and I'm going to do that. That's being in the middle. That's the worst thing you could ever do. You can't play both sides of the fence, honey, because Yah's not going through it. And, I, and I'm going to give you a perfect example. Daniel, when we go into the book of Daniel, I'm going to show you who's straddling the fence. Yeah. And in the New Testament, people straddling the fence too. And in the scriptures that's not in that Bible, they straddling the fence too. Y'all's not going to hear that. No, he's not. He's not. And he got something for everybody who's straddling the fence. You cannot serve two masters. That's what Yahshua said. You can't serve two masters. And a lot of people serving two masters, especially Israel. Now I have to concentrate on saying Israel because everything is contingent on Israel. Everything is contingent on Israel because the law was given to Israel. Israel is the called out assembly. Israel is the particular people. Everything is contingent on Israel. This is why everything fights against Israel. Every spirit fights against Israel. Every physical being that's being led by the devil fights against Israel. What tools are they using? All kinds of tools. This is why the whole world is full. Who do you think y'all says the world is? Who do you think he says it is? It ain't the, Gent uh, the Gentiles and the heathens. That's not the world. That's why y'all uh, says there's two worlds. One that was corrupt and the next one that's not going to be corrupt. If he's only talking about the particular people and all the other people is spit in a bucket, see Ezra 4, who is he referring to? He's talking to his children. He never stopped talking to his children. Even when he said he's jealous that they keep messing up and he gonna go to a sinful and foolish nation. I just read that and I'm gonna read it again for those who didn't hear. Deuteronomy 32 and 21. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not Yah. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. Israel and their vanities, honey. That's why they're getting thrashed all kinds of ways. Spanked, thrashed, everything. And I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. There's Israel and there's everybody else. And y'all says it a million times, just not in their Bible. Y'all says that a lot. He says it in the Bible, but not as much as he says in other scriptures. This is why those other scriptures, is not, they're not there. Because the Gentiles and the, um, well, I'm gonna get back to that. But anyway, let me finish it. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. Now I'm gonna say the Gentiles and the heathens they think they're going, they think they're going to do anything they want to and still be with y'all. They really believe they're going to do anything they want to and still go with y'all. And we're going to talk about the churches. We're going to talk about religion and all of that. And I'm going to go into depth into what I mean about that. The average Catholic Christian, whoever it is, basically saying you can sit on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
go to church Sunday and convince confess your sins and you're going to be good. And then come on out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sin. And then Sunday, go to church for your hour and your two. And for uh, Catholics, I'm going to give you a couple of Hail Marys and I'm going to give you a couple of, yeah, you good. Yeah, go to the priest and confess, um, confess your sin and you're going to be good for the rest of the week. This is historical. This is historical. And this was a manipulation to people to get them to kill and fight. And we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about that in depth. And this is where people's getting their behavior. They have no idea where the root of all of this stuff is coming from. They just keep following everybody else. This is why Yahshua said they're not going to inherit heaven. Because they're traditional and religious. This is why he was beating the crap out of Pharisees and Sadducees with his word. And they was angry and they wanted him to die. This is why. Because he kept telling them the truth. Now we got less than a minute. I don't know how long we got before this thing cuts off. But I'm going to pick right back up. Just um, It was hard for me to send a, um, a text to everybody with my phone because it was sticking. I had to go to uh, the second phone and send 